Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. That's a new one from Lizzo. I like that. I like it too. Caught good me hook. by Very surprise. Good She's got good, good stuff. All right. All right. All right. You ready? Here we go. Motley Crue news, everybody. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right. So I guess this dude went to see Motley Crue and was deeply offended because there was nudity. There's nudity? I guess. I didn't what? know that was a thing. Like what the do you background mean? singers took their leather mm-hmm. top off or something? Yeah. Or was on the screen? I think there was, um, there was nudity, okay? There was male nudity. Oh. So this guy went to see them in San Francisco. And not only did he see breast assists, but also male hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo on the Jumbotron. And he is going to file a police report. He said, quote, minors and everyone was forced to see people nude on the big screen and everyone was doing it around us, too. Uh, Obviously, it's against the law to expose yourself in front of kids or anybody, especially in front of 30,000 people. Tommy Lee quoted complaining about seeing breast assists at a Motley Crue concert is like complaining about seeing cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. Then he posted a video of this guy's interview and spoke over it saying, yo, Juan, his name's Juan, I got a question for you. What do you expect to see at a Motley Crue concert, dude? We've been doing this for bleeping ever. And then he called him a bad word that I cannot say. And then... Well, okay. hmm. Tommy Lee strikes me as sort of a pervy dirtbag, so it's... I, although I think that's a good joke. He wrote the right joke there, the Cheesecake Factory. Thing. Right, that's, that's a funny, funny punchline. But I didn't know that it was... That's and You're going to see nudity. I guess he brings up... An, uh, come on, in the court of law, put your juror hat on, Donna, juror number 12. Yeah. In the court of law regarding uh, indecent exposure, if you are allowed, if minors are allowed into a Motley Crue, separate conversation... Are you bringing your, you know, thirteen-year-old daughter right. or son to a Motley Crue concert? But still, from the in the court of law's perspective, um, if indecent exposure, 
whipping any of your parts out is against the law. In He's got the, a good point. It's from a, from a legal standpoint. Right. right? Absolutely. You, I understand where Tommy Lee, though I disagree with Tommy Lee, I'm sure, on a lot of things. I understand where he's coming from in terms of expectations. I didn't know that those concerts got down like that, though. I mean... Is it like Woodstock? Probably. People are just dirtbaggy, you know? They're just dirtbaggy. It's just the way it is. I look at... You went to the Jennifer Lopez show, and that was getting a little risque. Right? She got after a couch, and we were like, okay, that's a lot. And there were like, I was thinking of like, there were like younger people there. And I just thought, why are you doing this, doing that to that love seat? <laughs> and then like your next song is like, and here's my daughter's out here. And like all yeah. the boppers go crazy. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, no, I don't feel great about this. Yeah. We left the JLo concert. We were there with listeners or uh, was it TV viewers? Maybe. Yeah. And we, we, yeah, we wanted a little more poppy stuff. People do. Concerts are weird. Yeah, they concerts really are. are weird. I mean, Madonna. Think about Madonna back in the 80s, rolling around on the stage in a wedding dress, singing like a virgin. Hmm. It's, I, I guess, on the one hand, it's art. And nobody likes censorship, right? But on the other hand... You take this guy's perspective, and it makes a lot of sense. Nobody likes censorship about what they don't want censored. Right. You know. Of course. And if you're paying, you're buying a ticket, don't you have a little bit of say in what you don't want to see? I guess I'll tell you where I didn't run into any male genitalia or writhing around on the floor doing things to love seats was at the Peter Paul and Mary concert. <laughs> Super safe. Saying Puff the Magic Dragon. Okay. We got out of there. Safe right. and sound. Family affair. In oh, what boy. year? Like 90? I gosh, I wonder how old was I? I'm sure my mom could tell me. I bet I was probably, yeah, right around 1990 to 92. Um, yeah, man. So you it were like 10? Yeah, it's probably yeah. somewhere between seven, eight, nine, something like that. Right. It, was, it was at the Benetton Center in Pittsburgh. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. You know what? I watched that part one of Woodstock, Woodstock '99. Yeah. What'd you think? Like, I watched I went, the whole I, thing. If you, it makes my short list for places I would least like to ever be, or things I would least like to ever experience. <laughs> right. I think festivals. In general, it's funny because they they talk about it there too, where, and you could there's arguments made about the venue and it wasn't the right setting and all that, but when you put a ton of people together, on some sort of festival grounds, mm -hmm. state fair era, whatever, for four days of just living there, drinking there, mm -hmm. not really showering there, and being together, it just seems like a recipe. For some level of disaster. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it, Steve, because you are the millennial. How old were you in 99? 99, I would have been, uh, that summer I would have been 15. Okay. So I remember hearing about it. Yeah, probably too young for something like that. But you weren't into that new metal, right? You were more into the boy bands. Yeah, I was less Corn. I mean, Corn was on TRL the same time that NSYNC was. They were both in the same Total Request Live countdown, don't get me wrong. And I liked Limp Biscuit. They were fun. 
you know, it was sort of you like you could picture yourself in the mosh pit. For oh that. no, no, goodness, no! I had friends who would try to mosh anytime they could try to just get a mosh going, and I was like, this feels like we're about one wrong move away from yeah, an all-out brawl. You know, I've been to a lot of music festivals, lots. Yeah. I probably can't even count how many I've been to. And there there is a lot of there there are a lot of fights, people acting like morons. Um but it's also a lot of fun. See, if, if you, I'm in a place where there are fights though, it ruins the whole vibe for me. Like if I see one fight, that whole day feels ruined. Well, that's Maybe what security's I'm, for, you know. They get if you have enough security, they'll get yeah. the bad people out very very quickly. But it is a drunk fest a lot of the times. But there's people there with their kids, you know, camping for three days. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, hey, I just want to tell you guys, um, speaking of festivals, there is a docuseries that is coming out on the 27th of this month on Paramount Plus that is all about the Route 91 Harvest Festival. And the and the shooting that took place in Vegas, mm. uh, it's called Eleven Minutes, which was the amount of time the the shooter was firing, uh, and it's going to show never before seen footage and an interview with Jason Aldean, who of course was performing at the time, uh, other people behind the scenes who were there, uh, giving their um, side of what happened from their perspective and all that stuff so the 27th paramount plus it's called 11 mm. minutes cool i will not be watching that i think i, I don't will. think i can i don't think i can go there it feels just too dark too yeah sad. yeah i don't know i get that you're my well pick. here we are we're your pick me up station where talk is fun hey man my talk 1071 how about this when uh, let's take a quick break when we come back we have a little food news which always picks people up Something that Kellogg's is doing that Donna is a hard pass on. Mm. And then Starbucks is doing something that I think we're all going to be deeply confused by. We'll explain it all when we return. It's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobsters in the house. And we got this. To share. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Alright. This is nasty. This seems like something that would be right up your alley. <laughs> Steve. Donna. I mean, you you have this strange impression of my eating habits. <sighs> Kellogg's is now selling single-serve Insta bowls of cereal that come with powdered milk inside. You just add water. Mm, I'm going to the Boundary Waters in two days. That sounds like something I might enjoy. Oh, maybe you should. Thanks for asking. So there's powdered milk at the bottom. You fill each one halfway with cold water to make it liquidy. And right now they're doing a test run at Walmart and they plan to make them nationwide through walmart.com. Okay. It's two bucks a bowl. Um, and I guess I think we're going to pay extra for the like to go aspect of it. The convenience. They always make us pay for convenience. Right. 
Always. That's why medicine is more expensive at a convenience store. Right. Well, you can get Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks, and Raisin Bran Crunch. I have a confession to make. Okay. I have never had powdered milk in my life, which I suppose is a good thing, right? Yeah. That means, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's something you want to drink, but maybe add to ingredients when needed. This is kind of like how there's some of those potatoes that are come in a box, the mashed potatoes, yes. and it's like you just add water, essentially. Those I'm kind of into. Ew. I tell you what, we once had potatoes, uh, this great meal delivered to us by Paul Folger of Five Eyewitness News. He made us this main course, and then Elizabeth and I are eating. We're like, oh my gosh, these potatoes are amazing. Paul, asking him live on the show, tell us, what are these? Tell us, please. <laughs> he said, those are from a box. I just was trying to fill up the plate, and they were delicious. So maybe this cereal. Just add water with powdered like milk. It's like freeze-dried, right? Like the potatoes, yeah. mashed potatoes are like. Again, but, if you're uh, in the Boundary Waters, all these things are going to taste delicious. That's you're, true. You know, four hours from civilization right. what night do you uh when you're at the boundary waters what night is usually the night where you guys start looking around at the guy who fell asleep first and thought <laughs> we should eat him <laughs> uh, my group never because we bring way more food than needed always and really heavy food mm. we don't bring that backpacker powdered stuff here's my thing with the potatoes if i may have the floor yes potatoes are not hard to cook why do we need instant wow. potatoes? Well, I think that mashed potatoes are a little... Mashed potatoes can be a chore. Fine. Isn't there a lot of mashing involved? Uh, yeah, but it's not, like, very taxing. I mean, cutting up a watermelon is hard. <laughs> you know? Mashing a bunch of soft vegetables... Not so hard. But I guess, yes, the convenience and hashtag astronauts. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag. I did not expect that hashtag to come today. Wow. Well, um, let's stay academic here. Rocco, I don't know if you've looked at the grid closely today, but we have a little non- Fungible Uh-oh. token <gasps> news for the first time what? in a long time. Where is this thing is? fungible? Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I'm, I'm almost ready for you, right? I'm um, ready. God, it's yeah, been so long it. since we hit it. Here it goes. I know. Is that thing fungible? No, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. No, it's not. Second thought, maybe it's fungible. Let's ask Don and Steve. Time to talk non-fungible tokens with NFT experts Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. <laughs> We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. 
all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. <laughs> the units of data. They make the cookies chatter, that's him. My friend. I'll tell you, women and men, <laughs> it's those non-fungibles. Rhymes with lunchables. Tokens NFT. That's amazing. Who comes up with this now? Gizmodo.com had an article today regarding Starbucks. Ever heard of it? Here's how it reads. This week, the coffee giant unveiled Starbucks Odyssey, which essentially merges the company's current reward system with a blockchain-based NFT platform. Currently, Starbucks rewards members. They earn stars when they make purchases, which can then be redeemed for a free coffee or similar item. Odyssey takes the straightforward rewards pitch and turns it on its head. Now caffeine addicts can instead earn and purchase digital collectibles as part of the Starbucks metaverse. Hmm. The project, which opened up a wait list today, will reportedly run on Polygon's proof-of-stake blockchain network. Starbucks has always served as the third place, a place between home and work where you feel the warmth of connection over coffee, community, and belonging. So says Starbucks Executive Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer Brady Brewer. Ah, Brewer. How about that for a last name? Brew. Starbucks coffee. Brew. Coffee. Beans. What up, (laughs) Brew? Anyway, uh, the immersive coffee experiences that people can now get through Starbucks Rewards membership loyalty program that is an NFT. It includes playing interactive coffee-themed games called Journeys, which can earn them a journey stamp non-fungible token though it's unclear what all these games will entail some of the journeys appear to include challenges meant to deepen the user's knowledge of coffee and of course the starbucks brand this has been non-fungible token news all right there you be the news on nfts they're so non-fungible my john's non-fungible now you know the deal on nfts yay we know stuff now guys we're Um, all getting I'm training a new guy, Mike, over here. He's like, man, I got to hit these uh, NFT <laughs> opens all the time. What's going on with this Usually guy? with very little warning, too, Michael. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, give him the heads up on um, Epic Names. All right. We'll have, to, we'll have to do that in training today or tomorrow, too. Yeah, right. well, you know, I mean, I kind of feel that way just because he works for Starbucks, Brady Brewer. I mean, did anybody <laughs> get that? B-R-E-W-E-R. Uh, um, just for training's sake? Just for training's sake. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here it is, one of the most epic names in the history. He works for a coffee company. His name is Brady Brewer. This has been one of the most epic names in the history. Hey, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest is presented by David at First Equity Mortgage. Tickets go on sale Thursday morning at 8 a.m., you can see short films written, produced, and starring your favorite My Talk shows. Limited VIP tickets and reserved general admission seats will be available. We're raising money for local charities, Twin Cities Film Festival, Alexandra House, One Heartland, and Face to Face. Find info at mytalk1071.com, keyword project. Yes, very excited. We have a meeting today. Ooh. You're going to be there, too. Yes, it's going to be great. Can't wait. Can't wait for your What's, participation. Uh, guys, what can I add? You have come up with like gemstone ideas. Acid trip level creative. We just, we just need your charisma and handsome looks and gigantic arms. 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's play a game, Don. Okay. All right. The game is called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I think you're on quite a losing streak. 651-641-1071. That's the number to call. You can bet on me or Donna and hope to win a prize. 651-641-1071. Call now. All right. While we are waiting for a caller, again, at 651-641-1071, we should get a score recap. You know, uh, Kaylee did t- uh, email me yesterday. I think I've been on a streak since I got back. I really think I've only lost maybe once. Kaylee said, as of yesterday, it is forty nine, forty five. Steve. Oh, that's not bad. I just have to depend on my fill in hmm. guests to make up a little uh, little time for me. Some points. Hmm. Well, you got Elizabeth on Friday. That's not going to go well. Neither is Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Um, what's your name? Shannon's a pop She's culture pretty good. nerd. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Bye now. Oh, wait. Let's play a game. All right. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do, in fact, want to see how smart you are. Did you know today is... uh, Chocolate day. Bald is beautiful day. Oh. But unfortunately, that is a... I'll be quizzing Lori and Julia today at 5 p.m. on oh, Famous Oh, cool. You're Bald on the Actors. Afternoon Drive show. Yeah, awesome, well, man. You know, some of us get opportunities to share. Hey, mid-mornings where dreams go to die. Um, so instead, I'm going to celebrate <laughs> today is also Uncle Sam Day. Oh, pay the tax man. And um, I did uh, look up famous guys named Sam, and I... It did not confirm that they're actually uncles, but I did confirm that every <laughs> Sam I'm going to bring up today does have siblings. So maybe if their siblings had kids, they are, in fact, an Uncle Sam. That's all. Okay. On the phone is a lady named Linda. Linda. And she's going to play the game. Hello, Linda. Hello. Hi, Linda. Hey, Linda. Who do you think is going to be better in this category? Oh, well, I wish we could have done the balding questions. But <laughs> right? Uncle Sam, I'll go with Steve today. Okay. Thank you so much. I will tur- I'm going to stay, but I'm going to turn my headphones completely down. Okay. okay. Bye. The I- term Uncle Sam, because I was just wondering, is he a re- was he a real person? The term Uncle Sam so. is said to have derived from a man named Samuel Wilson, a meat packer from Troy, New York, who supplied rations for the soldiers during the War of 1812. So he was a real guy. Um, yeah, and he served in the American Revolution at the age of 15. Oh. oh. That's a thing that made me say, huh. How about that? You don't expect that when it's not 9, 12 in the morning. No. On the Don and Steve show. And then there, what people also ask, is Uncle Sam a peeping Tom? Okay, Internet, okay. why do you have to do this? <laughs> That's the Internet for you. Right. Okay, I've uh, lined up some famous people named Sam, and I'm going to quiz you on them, and it goes like this. This Sam's real name is Samuel Michelangelo Rosenbaum. He has a twin brother named Jack. Also, he's a Warner Brothers cartoon character. Animaniacs. 
Uh, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 2019's A Star is Born. Bradley Cooper. And his only number one hit was 1957's You Send Me. Can you ask the first question again? Mm, we'll go through it with Linda. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, you Send Me. Sammy Davis Jr. Could be. Burp, burp. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. All right, we'll bring Linda back. Linda. Yeah, Hello, Linda. let's go over these. I think Steve might need some help. Spoiler alert. Uh, the first one. His real name is Samuel Michelangelo Rosenbaum. He has a twin brother named Jack. Also, he's a Warner Brothers cartoon character. I'll have to go with Steve on that one. I'm not sure. He's yeah, a, that's. He's an Animaniac. Oh, let's do this. Yosemite Sam. Yes, we're good. we're doing that, Shirley, whether that, you want Linda? to or not. Okay. Number two, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 2019's A Star Is Born. Sam Elliott, awesome in that movie. Mm. All right. See, listen. I thought maybe Bradley Cooper's name character was <laughs> named Sam. All right, ah, Rocco. Mm. Whatever. Let's go to well, number he three. He was Best Actor. Sam Elliott would have been Supporting Actor. You're right. That's You're right. You're you crushing it. Help. All right. Number three. His only number one hit was 1957's You Send Me. That would be Mr. Sam Cooke. You are awesome, Shirley. Linda. 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 Not Shirley. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Let's bring Donna, right, Donna. in. We're ready. Oh, for my you. gosh. Linda on a tear. <laughs> wow. Donna, you're going to get smoked today by oh, Linda. No. Linda is a beast. Linda has a good chance of getting a pair of movie passes to Bros, co-written by and starring Billy Eichner, Tuesday, September 27th at the Showplace Icon Theater. It's up to you, Donna, to crush her dreams. Okay, good. Let's go with this. These are all famous guys named Sam in honor of Uncle Sam Day. Number one, his real name is Samuel Michelangelo Rosenbaum. He has a twin brother named Jack. Also, he's a Warner Brothers cartoon. Toucan Sam. This guy was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 2019's A Star is Born. Sam Elliott. And this guy's only number one hit was 1957's You Send Me. Sam. Oh, Sam. Sammy Davis Jr., which is incorrect. Sam. Oh, Cook. Sam Cook. Oh, Final. wow. Wow. Well, let's go over... Let's go in let's reverse go three, order. Let's go 3, 2, 1 yeah, on this. Yeah, let's go in reverse order. Uh, you were right. You both got it. Linda needed... Uh, Steve also said Sammy Davis at first, but Linda corrected him to say Sam Cook, and that was right. Wow. Okay. okay. Uh, number two, uh, you both got Sam Elliott. Again, Linda helped out. Uh, I did want to point out, Sam Cooke had seven brothers and sisters, so he's probably an Uncle Sam. Hmm. Sam Thank Elliott you. does have a sister named Glenda, so let's let's hope she had children, so Sam Elliott would he's be Uncle great. Sam. He's great. He's still working. He's still killing it. He's he great. Is. He had to sort of walk back some criticism of uh, that yeah. Power of the Dog movie. Yeah, he mm. sure did. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised, though. He you know. seems like... Gay he, cowboy movies aren't for everybody. Yeah. I he's great it. in 1883. You think he's ever been super animated in a conversation? He's super <laughs> cool, for sure. 
But you think he was ever like stood up and was like, no, you guys won't believe what I saw. Like (laughs) the amount of excitement I just showed right now. Definitely not. Well, here's. In fact, we have a. We have a little bit of Sam Elliott uh, when he was asked if he was uh, happy about the controversy. I am tired. All right, Sam, thank you. Um, And the first question, I thought this was kind of interesting. His real name, Samuel Michelangelo Rosenbaum. He has a twin brother named Yosemite Jack. Ah, Because I'm talking about Yosemite Yosemite Sam. Back off! And so Steve got that one for the win. Linda's going to the movie. Linda! Okay, how did you know that? You just guessed a Sam randomly? It came to me late. It came to me uh, late. At first, I guessed the Animaniacs because of the twin brother, Warner Brothers. But then I thought, oh, wait, no, this is about Sam's, Yosemite Sam. Although, Yosemite Jack, I'd like to see the true Hollywood story on him. I think Yosemite Sam is Sam Elliott cartoonized. <laughs> no, but Sam Elliott's never been nearly oh, as animated like, as... He's like, hurry, you little rabbit, I'll get you. I mean, not Sam even, Elliott. Not, not one of your best impressions. But I so. haven't seen a Yosemite <laughs> Sam wrong. Can we get some Yosemite Sam sound? I can work on that. Uh, that does mean that, what, you're up to 50? Yeah, probably. Damn, come on. I seriously, I I know that the, the, the match is a little bit tight, but I, I really think I've only lost one time since I've been back. Yeah. You're not a bad dog. What are you talking about? You're a great dog. Bad dog? Loki, what? Where is Loki? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I love... Love Looney Tunes. Love Looney Tunes so the much. The music's so great. Forty toes. <laughs> Trespass. Getting footy prints all over my desert. Yeah, mule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mel Blanc. That would have been. Oh, was that Mel well, I think Blanc who did voice, that right? voice? Wow. I think he did a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Tweety, all Oof. of them. All right, so I'll go talk to Linda. Bye, Linda. Right. Linda. Movie. Um, Bye, guys. See ya. Have fun. Gonna get tipsy, you're going to wrap sure. her up. Okay. Yeah, real quick. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Donna's got five things you should not put on your resume. Ready? Ready. Your full address. No need oh. anymore. Just city and state. Oh, interesting. Right? That seems suspicious. You don't need an objective statement. Remember those? Oh, yes. I am a committed, hardworking individual looking to make a positive impact on your company. Don't need it. Or change company name here, and then you forget to update it. <laughs> your entire work history... Don't make it a two-page resume just to fit your job at Wendy's from 20 years ago in there, Rocco. Rocco, Just list the experience that is relevant to the job you are applying for. Mm. Weak verbs. Don't need them. Don't need statements like, I helped or I was partially responsible for. (laughs) You need stronger action verbs that makes you sound more impressive, like, I managed. I improved, I I generated, I streamlined, and finally, uh, references available upon request. That's just filler. They know that they are available. If they need them, they will ask for them. Mm. I'd have trouble not including that line, though, because I want them to know. We getting emails? Sounds like it. I'm hearing them. We got. We do have a lot of emails. We'll get into the email bag. Okay. Uh, when we come back, 
after the break. Quite a few good ones. A little grab bag there. Also, a Broadway theater mm. um, was named after a giant of Broadway. Yes. And one of the only EGOT winners walking the face of the earth today, who Donna's had an encounter with, actually. We'll talk... Mm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A little bit about that. When we come back, you're listening to Don and Steve on my talk. Guys, it's uh, Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. We're about to do a little Broadway chatter. How great to have such a wonderful theater in our backyard at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Footloose is on the main stage right now. Folks are loving it. Critics loving it. Audiences loving it. It's going to be on stage all the way through the first week of September after they extended their run due to popular demands. Get your tickets. You can do that today. ChanhassenDT.com. They also have a wonderful concert series, uh, which is always giving you something different each and every weekend. As we look ahead to next week, we've got uh, Wild Angels, the women of rock, pop, and country. They're going to be playing next Friday and Saturday, September 23rd and 24th. The music of Patsy Cline next weekend, Sunday, September 25th. Hey, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret dishes out laughs every Friday and Saturday night. Improv comedy, the comedy based on your suggestions and unpredictable night. Tickets can be found at ChanhassenDT.com. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Yeah! We're having fun, damn it! <laughs> what? Sorry. Language. We can't do language oh, until sorry. the third hour. Oh, sorry. My bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Great. All right. Uh, you want to go to the mailbag? Yeah, let's do a little mail We'll first. do a little mail. Mail. Mail time. Mail time. Oh, goodness. Alrighty. Um, we have a bunch of different random emails about a bunch of different random things like uh judy who started off at 6 46 a.m this morning she said hey you asked for comments i hate slow jam we had a debate last week about whether or not we should continue slow jam on friday i think we're going to continue it because it had overwhelming support from the people that we heard from we had a few naysayers but most people are like no keep it up we love it a favorite part of the week so i think we'll continue that um, somebody sent me a uh, a song suggestion. This is from Brittany. A song for Pastor Patterson. Is that a compliment or a diss? I this, think it's a compliment. The song is I'm So Blessed by Kane. C-A-I-N. She said, you're welcome. I'll listen to that a little bit later on. Thank you for that. We do appreciate it, don't we, Donna? We sure do, Steve. Um, let's see here. We had another one come in from Jamie. We were talking about a purchase you've made that you've never regretted. 
She says, we got an above-ground pool in May of 2020, since public pools would be closed that year. I could go on and on about how much we love having it. The setup and the maintenance really isn't that bad. Huh. I had a neighbor who had an above-ground pool. Till we were 12, we lived next to him. It was so fun. You I didn't agree. care if it was in ground yeah. or above ground. It was just water. You know what it was? It was a circle. There was no diving board. It was about three and a half feet Same. deep, and it was a circle. And there was a day that I sneaked in there and was playing in the pool, and Dave, my neighbor, wasn't there, and then his dad. Now, they called Dave Bink, B-I-N-K, or Binker. B-I-N-K-E-R. So Dave's dad was known as Bink Daddy. So Bink Daddy comes home one day, and Bink Daddy was a little rough around the edges. Think thick mustache, worked in some sort of manual labor, had a beat-up pickup truck. And if he ever had to try to bring Dave back home, he'd open up the door and say, Bink! Real loud, like Yosemite Sam, sort of, as we just heard from Yosemite. Bink Daddy comes home, Donna. Stevie Boy is in the pool, having not asked permission of any neighbor. I then immediately go still. My brother, Scooty, hops out of the pool and then jumps over our fence back into our yard. He's now home, scot-free, literally. I'm in the pool still, Donna. Are you sensing the tension? Sure. (laughs) I put my head inside of an inner tube, just a classic circle inner tube, and then I just try to stay as still as I can, and I hear the footsteps coming closer to the pool. He's coming, Donna. He's coming. He would check on the pool every day when he got back. Bink Daddy would check on the pool. And I was in the pool. I was hiding, and I was afraid. I was probably nine. And then he told me to get out of the pool. He saw me and said, hey, and did like a whistle thing. And then I got out of the pool. I would like to express my gratitude for all of those unnecessary details. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie, for sending us that email about your above-ground pool. <laughs> that is on behalf of all of our listeners. Nikki sends in an email. Subject, 19-year-olds. I revealed it was 19 when I stroked Michael Jackson's hair at Disney World. I'm not sure about the last time Donna has hung out with 19-year-olds. They are complete idiots. <laughs> Especially after a couple beers. Actually dangerously silly. Yes, Michael, after stroking his hair, sounds perfectly normal to me. My point was, you were married like a year later. Anybody else find that frightening that you're acting that immature? And then now... Immature, Donna, I was taken by the moment. The king of pop in Disney World. It was nuts. Help me understand this email. From Sarah, one word, Tupperware. Buy the ingredients and do your own. Be green. What's she talking about? I think she's talking about the cereal with the milk at the bottom, the dried milk. Oh. I think. I'm not sure. Let's hear from Mike. New producer Mike, who I don't think we've worked with on the show before, Donna. I don't don't think I have. I don't know if you you have or not. Uh, But I I hear he's very professional and really good at his job. So that's great. Awesome. Thank you. Mike, when you hear, if I had to describe it, uh, 
a, a rich story that extemporaneously comes to me from my memory, and I fill it with all sorts of details, trying to paint a picture, a word picture for our listener. Do you find that those details are unnecessary or add to the content of our show? I, it, I'll puts hang up me, and listen. it puts me in the moment. I mean, it makes me feel like I was right there next to the pool. Yeah, as Bink Daddy was yeah, coming exactly. closer, I was feeling my heart started racing. Oh yeah. my god, oh, Mike, I love this. This is gonna All be great. Right. Mike and I are gonna be uh, yeah. joined at the hip these next few days while Donna's out. This is gonna be I can wonderful. Tell who's a suck up? Yeah, I love this. <laughs> You're the one gonna be out, Donna. So I'm just playing to him. Yep, yep smart move. Not gonna lie. Well done. Hey, uh, this is big news out of Broadway last night. The legendary stage and screen actor James Earl Jones received what they're calling a very rare honor as a broadway theater was renamed after him it used to be the court theater c-o-r-t and now it is the james earl jones theater complete with a jones marquee that is hanging up outside of it uh james earl jones is an egot winner and has done a whole lot on broadway has been a mainstay there he's 91 he did not attend monday ceremony but did deliver a video message um the play Fences in 1987 earned him the leading actor oh. Tony Award. But his first win in the Tony category was for 1969's The Great White Hope. He starred in the film adaptation just a year later. That is an amazing honor to mm-hmm. be to be able to live, to see a theater being named yeah. for I mean that what a what a he must just be thrilled. And what a great, great thinking on behalf of the folks at that theater to have the sharpness of mind, the awareness to say, let's do this now while he's alive. Because think of all of the posthumous recognitions that happen. And it's great for him, even though he couldn't attend it for whatever reason, for him to be able to know what was happening, to watch the reports, to, to see, you know, the news reports that New York was doing on this last night was really good. So congratulations to James Earl Jones. Yay. Um, hey, I want to give a heads up that uh, we've got Killers tickets to give away today. Mm. Listen for a song from the Killers, and when you hear it, be caller number four. <laughs> Not right now. You got to wait till I you know. hear the song. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is in charge of that. But there you go. Do we have any <laughs> other emails? Uh, no more emails. But I do want to bend your ear while I have everybody too to remember to look uh, look at our listener rewards that we have this month. New listener rewards here in the month of September. Which, by the way, newsflash, everybody, September's almost halfway done. Socket time slows down for no one. Enter to win three months of pet food from Origin. Plus, we have gift cards to Athleta, Caribou, and more. You can see everything up for grabs in listener rewards on the app or at mytalk1071.com. All righty then. Hour three of the program. Donna's last hour before vacation, gang. This is exciting. It's going to be a doozy. Oh, here she goes. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Letting Um, the fur fly. Hey, are you watching Yellowstone? No. I stopped after two episodes. I got bored. 1883. So good. Sam Elliott. Yes. And Faith Hill, Tim McGraw. So good. I'll tell you a little bit about it when we come right back, okay? Okay. Bye now.